Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. Glad to come to the end of this week. Well, I mean, on the one hand, I am. On the other hand, I'm struggling because we got to pick something to talk about here, and there's so much left in this chapter. Well, there is. It's a long <laughs> chapter. But before we get into it, we certainly want to recognize that uh, maybe you're listening to Text Talk. Maybe it's the first time, and we'd love to hear from you. If you would send us an email, org, let us know what you're gaining from reading God's Word. Of course, if you would rate the podcast, review the podcast, share the podcast, that would be fantastic. And hey, if you are in the Tampa area this Sunday, we'd love for you to come out and worship with us at Livingston. All of the contact information can be found at the website, www.christiansmeethere.org. And uh, come by and say, hey, Edwin. Thanks for text talk. Ah, we'd love to see you. Let me also <laughs> just point this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a month's heads up on this, or close to a month, and that is on November 5th, we're actually having a very special push. Hey, it's our Bring a, bring a Friend Day, isn't it? Where we're trying to get as many folks to come out and join us. We'd love you to come. Love for you to come anytime, obviously, yes, yes. but we're having a special day. Uh, our reading the week before that will have been in John 8. That's mm-hmm. what text talk will have been in on that week. And so we're going to talk about a verse from John 8 on November 5th. The truth will set you free. So it's going to be a powerful message. If you can't make it Sunday, please mark that one down on your calendar. Yes. Come join us. Yes. And That's so great. Uh, we, we'd love for you to be here for that. Right now, the thing I want to talk about, there's so much left in this chapter, not just because it's long, but because it's packed. Now, I want to talk about resurrection. All right. So would you go ahead and read from your Legacy Standard Bible, verses 25 through 29? John 5, verse 25. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, even so he gave to the Son also to have life in himself. And he gave him authority to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice, and will come forth, those who did the good deeds to a resurrection of life, those who committed the evil deeds to a resurrection of judgment. I've noticed in this paragraph two labels for Jesus. Okay. Son of God, Mm -hmm. Son of Man. Mm Mm-hmm. Clearly in this chapter, there is the connection of father and son. Yeah. So I recognize that. But certainly it seems that Jesus capitalizes on this notion of father and son and then demonstrates to us that here, son of man and son of God are the same person. Mm-hmm. I, I, know that, I, I know that son of God could be used not, how do I say this, not officially, not technically. Like you said the other day, that we, well, we might, well we're all sons of God. Are we all God's children? We're all God's children. And that's true. And yeah. so in that way, we might all say we're sons of God. But as you accurately told me the other day, the Jews listening realized that's not what Jesus was saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesus could have at that time said, no, 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 guys, you've misunderstood. You've misunderstood. I was just saying we're all God's children. We're all God's children. Don't kill me. You don't have to kill me. Right. I'm not saying what you thought I was saying. That's I mean, a good point. He could have done that. He could have clarified, <laughs> huh? But he just let them keep believing that's what he was mm-hmm, doing. Mm-hmm. And that led to his death. But he also says son of man. I do recognize in the Old Testament, son of man was a title for 
prophets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezekiel is called son of man quite often. And so I recognize that part of this son of man label is highlighting again that he is the prophet. But taken together, both of these are demonstrating that fact that he is fully God and fully man. Mm -hmm. He is the perfect mediator between God and men, as Paul points out in 1 Timothy chapter 1, Uh, the the recognition, or chapter 2, the recognition that he is the one between God and men who gave his life as a ransom for all. We see that right here. A powerful, powerful picture to know exactly who Jesus is. Well, and then I also think about Romans 5, and, and you have this oh, yeah. Adam, mm-hmm. and now here is the new Adam, that you know, the, the type, and yes. anti-type in Christ. So, yeah, son of God, son of man. Romans 1 picks up with that a little bit as well. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David, according to the flesh son of man, and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection Mm -hmm. from the dead, which we get right into, that gets us right into this conversation we're having here about resurrection. Jesus has life in himself, and he can give life to anyone he wants. He demonstrated that by taking this guy who didn't even know who he was, whose legs were dead, and giving him life so that he can walk on those legs yes he gives him a new life Mm -hmm. if you will a life that he hasn't had before oh i get it yes it is true that he was living his heart was beating i i get that he was he was taking in oxygen but he wasn't living uh not 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 in the way he wanted to but now jesus has given him well sometimes the way we would say it today is a new lease on life yeah, a, a new beginning. And, and just circling back to that account previously, in verse 14, when Jesus goes and finds him in the temple, he talks about the spiritual significance of this new beginning. He tells him, do not sin anymore. I mean, go and sin no more. Or I, something I, I, worse I, will happen. Yeah, yeah. Something worse will happen. That doesn't necessarily mean this man was lame because of sin. It could possibly mean that. At the very least, his point is is that there is something worse than being lame. Well, that's the way I was taking it, that sin leads to a greater tragedy or a greater consequence than even that lameness. Yes, even though you, you had been this invalid for so long, paralyzed for so long, something worse can come if you take this and you go into sin. Of course, the guy immediately then went and ratted him out to the to the Jews. So I'm, I'm yeah, still which, not sure about which, which of the Greek words is translated rat. <laughs> I, I'm not as good on it as you are. It's, but yeah, he did tell him who, who healed him. It's the one where he goes and tells him, oh, it's that guy. It's that guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. <laughs> He's the guy. Because it, uh, it could also be called bearing witness. Yeah. So I will tell you, I think when we get to John chapter 9, we see what it looks like to bear witness, and the contrast, I think, is pretty profound. We'll talk about it in John 9. But uh, anyway, anyway, we come back to this guy, or we come back to this, resurrection. this point that Jesus yeah. makes about resurrection, and he says two things. This is what I notice. He has these two statements. One of them is, truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. All right. So first of all, I know we often talk about the already but not yet. Mm -hmm. I'm noticing that there are passages in Scripture that say the coming but now here. Hmm. You know, it, it's it's an interesting. They, they say yeah, it differently. We say the already is, yeah. but not yet. Maybe it would be more accurate to talk about the coming, but now here, and so here is a resurrection that is coming, but actually was already there, and that I think, if I understand right, Jesus here is talking about 
the new life you just have by Jesus, Mm -hmm. even in this life, that if you turn your life over to Jesus, the Ephesians 2 kind of thing, we were dead in our trespasses and sins, but we gain life from Jesus even while we are here. And he says that's coming, but it's now here. And what I take that to mean is obviously it's ultimately there. It's fulfilled finally and fully and completely after Jesus dies on the cross and is resurrected. But in Jesus' ministry, you're already starting to see that new living power start to take place. People are turning their lives over to him. And because of that, finding real forgiveness and finding a salvation. But but it's truly fulfilled once Jesus dies, is buried, and resurrected. I certainly see that. I mean, it's been incredible in reading what we've read so far to see how people respond to this word of Christ. Even in the previous chapter in John 4, that whole village of the Samaritans in Sychar, and they come running out to him, and they you know, spend a couple of days with him, and it's not even because of what this woman said anymore. Mm-hmm. It's because of what he said that yes. they believe. This, you, know, this... You, you see the change in these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this resurrection, this new life, is already starting to happen yeah. while Jesus is in his ministry. Mm-hmm. Again, not completely, not fully until his death, burial, and resurrection, but even in his ministry it has started it's coming and it's now here yeah but he's going to take that and he's going to say now don't marvel that i've told you this don't be shocked because well actually let me tell you about something greater that's coming <laughs> let me talk, tell you something about more marvelous something yeah. that's more amazing that's coming yeah so don't, don't be too shocked by what i just told you let me tell you something that's really shocking that's really marvelous and that is one of these days there's and and this time he doesn't say and is now here he just says there's a day that's coming right i see this as two distinct things there's the one that's coming but now here and now here's something that's completely coming it's not already started it's not but it's coming and that is the day is coming when everybody who is in the tomb is going to hear the voice of the son of god mm-hmm. and they will come out of that tomb and they're going to come to a resurrect they're going to be resurrected and they're going to face life or judgment and that he says that and that's going to happen and you need to realize that can happen because look i give life to people And I'm actually not just talking about new leases on life. I'm not just talking about having your best life now. I'm not talking about, you know, being able to walk. What I'm talking about is one of these days, all of this that we see is coming to an end. And there's going to be a resurrection. And folks will come out of those graves. Their bodies and their spirits will be reunited. And it's either going to be life or it's going to be judgment. And let me tell you, that's actually based on whether or not you experience this other resurrection I just told you about. It's really a tremendous thing. I think in the Old Testament, we're taught just again and again that it is God who has power over life and death. That's the ultimate power that he holds. But here is Jesus saying that that authority has been given to me, the Son of Man, the Son of God, which is another way of saying that I and my Father are equal. Yes. And not only is he giving me this power over... uh, you know the physical life but here we are talking about the final uh you know eschaton i guess at the end (laughs) i'm gonna call everybody up out of the graves and i'll be executing judgment this is an amazing uh declaration of authority perhaps i should have gone ahead and read verse 30 as well i can do nothing on my own as i hear i judge and my judgment is just because i seek not my own will but the will of him who sent me mm-hmm. in that in that final resurrection when that resurrection happens when the son of god the son of man calls out to everybody who is in a tomb to everybody who is in the grave mm-hmm. to to everybody who has died and they come forth they are going to face judgment before Jesus, and he says, you can trust that I will do the right thing in that moment. 
I will do the right thing in that moment because I'm not seeking my own will. I'm seeking the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. I and the Father are one. I seek the Father's will. You can trust the judgment that I will offer then. So listen, here, here, but here's the thing. What you need to do is hear my voice now. I'm calling you to new life. If you want that life, you need to have the life I'm offering you now. Mm-hmm. You, you need to come and you need to listen. Don't seek to kill me. Seek to follow me. Yeah, amen. And when we seek to follow Jesus, we are raised in newness of life. And then we can look forward to being ultimately raised to that ultimate resurrected life. Yeah. Amen. I can't help. I, I can't help. I guess I just want to wrap up this way. Uh, when I get to Romans chapter six, as it highlights in there very specifically, the fact that we need to die with Christ in baptism. And when we do, we are raised to walk in a new life. Mm-hmm. That That's the kind of life he's saying it, it was coming and was already there. That was the thing that Jesus was offering at the time, and that is preparing us for that ultimate. Uh, If you have not surrendered to Jesus, if you have not died to sin and died with Jesus in baptism so that you could be raised to walk with new life, please, we want to help you with that because resurrection is coming. Resurrection is where our hope is. Our hope is not retirement. Our hope is not a long life here and now. Our hope is not a healthy life here and now. Our hope is resurrection. And we want to help you find that won't you come if we if we can help you with that please come on sunday and let's talk to you then email us uh, whatever we can do to connect with you so that we can help you find that new life we'd love to do that in fact andrew why don't you go ahead and lead us out with a prayer our great god and father we thank you for the day that you've given us and we've had this opportunity to study your word to think about it meditate on it and have this devotional time but uh, we we learn and we walk away with there is a day coming and the authority is in Christ, and it will be the great day of resurrection and of judgment. And Father, by your grace and gospel, we pray that we might be found in Christ in that day. And I pray for all who, who are hearing this today and, and reading this scripture today, that they might be humble and responsive to your offer of salvation. Father, that they would put Jesus on in baptism and have the new life. Father, the hope of the great resurrection. And we are so thankful for Christ who died first and rose again, assuring that all of us will know that eternal life. We praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne.